The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Mm, oh, in my mouth, it's so delicious. And Paula. I'm just saying, if you're looking for a cheap deal, yeah. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. It is episode 108. For real. For real and true life, this is 108. So welcome listeners. Ugh, ugh. So for those of you keeping minutes um, for the agenda, it's episode 108. <laughs> okay. So uh, happy sibling day. It is officially sibling day in the United States. I didn't even know there was one. I thought every day was sibling day, but apparently today is the official hashtag sibling day. So in the world of social media, it's a thing now. So everybody's posting photos of their siblings, including us. Yes. Apparently. I posted. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I posted the staple four of us black and white photo that we took when you turned 30 foe something years ago. God, <laughs> it's the one. Old. I know we need to do another, like a real one. But that's the one that I always slap on there whenever I'm feeling very sister lovey. And then you posted one earlier this evening of this was at our dad's house. And it was clearly summer. Yes. <laughs> because I was wearing summer clothes, all cotton summer clothes. What were you definitely wearing? the 80s. I was wearing like a, a ringer t-shirt, but it had the Smurfs on the front. Oh, Smurfette. With like, you know, turquoise blue sleeves. I actually really loved that shirt. I did too. I thought it was really cute. You know, if we had known then what we know now, how, you know, it. like penny teas and things like that we're gonna yeah. come make such a comeback we could have saved some of that stuff no kidding we would have been super trendy and then stephanie i you know what isn't it funny when you're looking at a family photo that is near and dear to your heart you kind of ignore the stylings the clothing the makeup application and paula, paula you posted this picture and our sister stephanie is in a royal blue with white polka dot one piece bathing suit <laughs> she's like 12 years old probably yes and, and she just she looks s- like she'd been swimming <laughs> but with her perm she had a little perm and you know because we all had perms back then you know and everyone then you're kind of like especially when you're 12 years old you have no boobs well unless no. you're jamie so Except you're, you're like kind of conclave in the chest or concave 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 in the chest yeah. and then but you can still like you see where the fabric t- touches your stomach <laughs> it's like you're a miniature female but you kind of look like a like skipper the barbie because you have no pretty much no semblance of a female form at all but you're tall yeah that was her she and she she's like i really appreciate the sentiment but i hate this photo and i'm like i don't blame her and then of course allison actually looked really cute in that in that picture i thought that was really yeah, cute but she was just she was hiding behind everybody else so she was she's just not a, stupid she was just she ahead she's like look at me and she even had she even had the facial angle right so that yeah. she had a cute little face her chin was up everything everything we could, we could take some lessons i swear to god i was um telling daryl we were talking about 
the old days when we were kids. You were around. You were just a little. You were a little toddler, but there is some weird social media thing going around about you know kids our age. You know somehow we survived the you know late seventies, early eighties, and we didn't die. I get and tired of seeing those. Like I do too. Share this if you grew up with this. Oh. You know, and it's it's like a troll doll or something. I'm like I'm Gag. not sharing that, and I'm just like we all grew up with them. All right, it's not a big deal. You know, but or the <laughs> the people who feel the need to like reclaim some sort of innocence or right, you know, some sort of naiveness that we had back in the eighties or seventies. You know, I hated the troll dolls. You know, because that's what I want to say. For some reason, today is is so terrible, and they're just you know like like victor's brother always says i want to get back to my roots what does that even mean you want to live in a house with a hole in the floor (laughs) victor Victor always laughs when his brother says that because he's just like jack doesn't even have roots like you know (laughs) doesn't have roots anywhere it's like you're white from reading you 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 were born in Folsom. you know it's just (laughs) like in fact that's what i was gonna tell you when we were talking about sibling day i was telling daryl i said yeah i saw those stupid things like nobody ever wore a helmet no one was ever in a car seat i'm like yes and the fatality of children back in (laughs) the 70s was like 50 percent i mean of course we we're we're grateful we survived for god's sake i got a bloody lip one time when mom crashed into a mailbox because we were playing slug bug oh my god (laughs) because i I was sitting (gasps) in the front seat and i didn't have a seatbelt on i totally remember that i remember we were and we she was in like a boat like we were in that car. giant station wagon, I think. And I think I hit it on the steering wheel or on the dash <laughs> or something. Oh Slug bug is when you find, when you see Volkswagen bugs. And back back in the early 90s, oh, right. it was, they were everywhere. For our younger listeners. For our, yes, for those who have no idea for what we're baby, talking about. baby ears, please perk up. Yes. <laughs> you would see these Volkswagens, and there were a lot of them back then, because they hadn't gone to the cool new, they weren't cool and new yet. They were still old. And so people would drive them and there was a bunch in all different colors and so you'd see when you go slug bug yellow and then well now stephanie and i would punch each other we always punched each other in the arm or someone yes. was always punching me somebody in the was arm. punching somebody. i was little i couldn't see out the windows so yes. well i was always in, just getting punched you weren't in a car seat no so. but then i would be like slug bug and then i'd flail my skinny arm in the back seat trying to, <laughs> to, hit, to hit someone, someone. and then <laughs> mom being the cool mom the hit mom she starts to play and the you know what i'll never forget this we were on dewey the street Mm -hmm. and i don't know where we were headed but we were on dewey and she was in that big boat of a car right and i think we're probably lucky that we were in that car because she turns to look slug bug and she completely swerves and hits a mailbox with a brick (laughs) wall around it (laughs) in fact i remember i think we called dad Oh god. And I I'm think sure. he came in and he's like, "Marva, how did you even t- how did- Yes, <laughs> the original mother ug. Like Yes, totally. Who, who is the one to hit the lone mailbox in front of with a brick wall and behind <laughs> only, it? Only our mother could do that. <laughs> and I just remember we hit and everybody got really quiet and humble all of a sudden. We're like, "Oh, we're like, well, every time there's a car accident, things kind of jostle." Sure. And then the radio was playing and it was Domo origato, <laughs> I remember that so well. I remember sitting in the back seat, and all of a sudden, you're all, my lip. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it 
was bleeding. It was a nightmare. Mom's like, oh my God. I mean, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> she help! She, she vowed from that day on she would never play Slug Bug again. Ever. And she never has. She never did. No, that was she the end of the road did. for her, the Slug Bug game. Oh, for heaven's sakes. God, but that's funny that you remember what song was I playing. remember it so vividly. And so then I was telling Dara, I said, God, you know, as pampered as you think I was as a kid, I mean, we were somewhat, well, our parents were very protective, but Steffi and I would get away with murder all the time when we lived on, we lived in this one really nice subdivision and mom was just starting her real estate mm-hmm. selling. She was an agent. The way our street was bef- before we moved, it was a long street and then you would cross over kind of a busy street and then on the other side of that was a court. Okay. So it looked like a penis basically. Okay. Okay, so I had my Huffy and Stephanie would either get on the back, but usually not. But she would she would have we had like a skateboard or something or roller skates. And she Uh, would. What did we have? We didn't have a skate. I don't think. No, I think it was roller skates. I thought it was a scooter or like a scooter board or something like that. You know what? That's what I thought it was, too. So we had the scooter board and we would tie our nylon uh, jump rope because they're useless. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Because there's no weight on them. So they're like a, it's like a cotton yarn. Yeah, really? So we would, we would tie one end. Stephanie would hold on the other end because she couldn't ride a bike yet. And so she would sit on the scooter board and <laughs> mom would give us the chore of going to that court to water the plants because oh, it was funny. vacant. Oh, and of course you guys could go there, you know, free, freely without, you know, fear of kidnapping or... Yes, because it was 100 feet away from the house. Oh. It was the only thing we, we were allowed to do. And so to make it more exciting... She was pretty smart even then to not let us out of her sight. But you know what? Right. I think that was also after the Adam Walsh incident. She didn't let, you know... Well, nobody did. Nobody I mean, let their kids No one let their children do anything Basically, after that. after that, that's, that's when the fun... That's when Amber alerts and... Fun. Yeah, that's when all, all of that. that started. So... To make it exciting and interesting, I'd say, okay, so hold on, and we're going to speed across the busy intersection. It wasn't an intersection. It was just a busy main road. But there was always a lot of cars passing by because then it would offshoot into everybody's little subdivisions. So I'm like, okay, so we're going to go across as fast as we can, but you got to hold on. If you let go, you're going to get hit by a car. <laughs> so I would take <laughs> off on my huffy, and Stephanie would hold on for dear life. And I can't I'm like, believe she trusted you. I why i don't know i do not understand (laughs) she wouldn't dare i mean i maybe i must have been really little because you were when i was about age of remembering stephanie trusted no one (laughs) i well i think i i broke her (laughs) i'm certain of it so i would go across and i remember once and we would do it and our adrenaline would get running and we'd fling across that thing she would have no shoes on. It'd be summer, you know, and I'd be Jeez. flying across on my my back, my bright pink huffy to this corner house to water the plants. And one time we cut it a little close with a car. It was a blue station wagon and they honked at us. Oh. And I told I told Daryl, I said, you know, it's really shocking to me that we didn't get hit or fall and scrape our knees. I mean, that asphalt, you know, the, the black tar asphalt, it was no joke, man. And I said, I can't even imagine my kids doing that now. Someone would kill them. They would literally be killed. They'd be a stain on the road if they tried to pull that crap. We always were doing, like at Mom, well, the house that we grew up in, she still lives there. But there's that, like, side of the hill, you know, um, the sidewalk. And me and the neighbor kids, we were always going down that hill, like, 
Yep. On skateboards or bikes. Suicide hill. Roller skates. Yeah, roller skates. And you, if you get started all the way up back up at the court, which was like, you know, I don't know what, 200 feet back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a gradual hill all the way down. Yeah, but when you're little, it's fast. Well, on skates, it's definitely oh, yeah. fast. Or, Inline skates. Or if you're, you know, extremist, then you're, you, <laughs> you are being pulled by someone's bike or skateboard or something. But right. I, I still have scars on my knees from oh, scraping them up. Oh, I believe it. Getting well, scabs all the time. Do you remember when I used to take a sheet and try to parachute off the shed in the backyard? Oh, you weren't the only one that tried it. Wasn't Stephanie the one that tried to do it with an umbrella? No, it was me. Okay, so for some reason, I don't know how I got... I think it's because I was the lightest. Everyone thought that I should be the one jumping off the top of the shed. (laughs) So we had like a tough shed, size shed in the backyard. And somehow we believed if we like cupped the sheets that when we jumped it would like parachute and maybe we could sail down float, or something you'd float down like that would work mm-hmm. or same thing with an umbrella or whatever and so i tried it once with the sheet and i peached myself with my heel <laughs> when i landed oh, God. <laughs> that ended that i literally had a little i think bruise. i had a, like a little tiny bruise oh my god on your snatch well because Ouch. when i fell i fell on my heel <laughs> Oh my god! And I'm sure somebody's like, "Why did you do that? Why did I'm you like, fall I like that?" Myself. That was probably the same year where you came out and you had a long red line on your shin. You're like, "I shaved myself." Oh and god, you I took forgot like a about that. Four inch strip of skin <laughs> off of your freaking knee or this your was lo- lower leg before the time of chic quattros. <laughs> it yeah. was all like big one blades. How did? I don't know how people used to do that. Well, I mean, ask any woman under the age of 45, every woman has that scar behind her ankle. Oh, God. Or behind her knee. I get right the one behind, behind my ligament. knee. Like, like the little... I have them. I know. it, Or the one right on your ankle bone on the side. It's like it's like your knee's neck. Like that yes. little, like, I don't that know. That little crevice on the side. Cove. And the, yes, right on the back. And I had a really bad scar on my, on the side of my ankle bone. I would shave and cut that a million times. You didn't get hair on your ankles. Well, okay, I'm 12. I'm learning. <laughs> I don't know true. what I'm doing. I'm just figuring it out. I forgot where I was, but we had stayed somewhere and I had asked for a razor because i think it's like one of those things i forgot to pack and so she's Mm. like oh here's a new one and it was literally like a two blade razor and so i was like well this shouldn't be so bad i like broke out in like 12 year old boy acne on my thighs oh because it was so close shaving i don't know what it was i thought it was maybe because it was razor burn dull or i didn't know i and i'm just like i'm never shaving with anything less than a three blade (laughs) Ever oh, God. again. Never. You know what? Now razors are so great. Oh, God. Thank you. It's the future. Thank God. It's you like know, we actually, with a pillow. It really is very smooth. I don't have those problems anymore. But yes, back when we were first learning, we absolutely did. So and anyway. There's nothing worse than a cut. Because I'm. It burns like acid. It's but the it worst. wouldn't stop bleeding. That's the worst part. That's weird. You know what? I do remember those days. I. God, I. I think back of those days with pure venom and hatred for those damn razors. Makes me think of, you know, hairspray and razors. Uh, <laughs> I know. do remember that. My God. Anyway, the so how three, happy sibling The four day. of us in that one bathroom. <laughs> Fighting constantly. Why, did, why didn't we ever go to mom's bathroom? Mom doesn't even do anything. 
Well, I guess uh, at the time she did. She did. And you know what? Understandable. You know, if it was if it was nowadays, I'd be like, get out I of know. my <laughs> It's true. You always take my good makeup. Hey. Why is my Jade Clinique eyeliner flat? I just bought this. That this is $22. Me. Do you know how expensive that Look is? Look this box. I know it's been opened and someone used it because I haven't used it yet. Jamie Lynn, stop <laughs> using my clarifying lotion. This is expensive. I know. $15. That's true. She did. She used to buy all like Lancome and Estee Lauder and <laughs> Well, and all rightly that stuff. so. Yeah, I mean, she should. <laughs> of course. Everyone should. Oh, my should. God. Unless you know, you're listening, then you should be buying Avon. That's, that's true. Pr- <gasps> that's what I use. I, You know what? You know that thing that I like to buy? It's that little square that has like nine different colors. It's, um, I don't know what it's called. It's on Avon. It's a Mark Girl product. Oh, yeah. The little cubes. Yeah, the little, there's a new one. They they have the original where it's all kind of frosty colors and pinks yeah. and stuff. Now they have another one and it's got like bright pinky reds and it's way more summery. And it's probably for darker skin tones too. But I'm going to have to get it because it's so pretty. Now I want it. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the Ugly Truth Lip and Clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks, and now back to the Ugly Truth. like it's been dyed recently but you didn't (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting because you don't have enough money to spend to go get your hair colored oh god i just had that done i know it's expensive that's the thing i wouldn't look forward to if i moved closer to you i know i'd have to go see that guy i would make you well i would his cohort is is less his cohort is more affordable and that's who I generally recommend. So I'd have to someone... get the chipper chicken. Yes, you'll have to get the chipper chicken. But it's it's good. You'll like it. The cock is great. <laughs> Jesus. No one gets that. No one understands that, that is, from the... Yes, they will. If they've seen the, the movie, movie, they'll get it. But anyway. the funny thing about that is, is your hairstylist is gay. I know. They both are. Oh, well. They're both so adorable. Juan or Khan or whatever his uh, little sidekick's name is. Greg? <laughs> In the movie. Oh, oh, was oh, it it's Khan. No, it's Khan. Khan? Okay. Yes. You know who Con. I think that is? I think it's actually B.D. Wong, who is actually the, like, psychiatrist on Law & Order SVU. Yes, he is, and he's so good in that show. He is, you know. I I love him as a psychiatrist. I think he's gay in real life too, actually. I know, probably, and he's adorable too, actually. I don't mind them being gay. I mean, no, I don't either. They still make for good eye candy. Paula, here, you know, I need options. So you know, that's one less option. That's your ultimate fantasy to turn (laughs) the gay man to turn a gay. I don't think that's even possible. I don't think that's possible. I have a gay friend who you didn't turn him straight. I didn't turn him straight, but he said of all the girls, I was the one he couldn't resist. Oh, that's so nice. 
nice. I would be And we flattered. made out a few times. Oh, see, now I would do that. I would totally make out with a gay guy. I mean, this was way back in my 20s. Well, we're just talking here. Aren't we just talking right now? Yeah, but I'm saying that we're friends on Facebook now, and, and this omission was within the last few years. So mm, well, that's I would really say sweet. that, you know, for someone. That's flattering. I was very flattered. Mm-hmm. So I think you can have good chemistry with probably I yes. just anyone. I absolutely agree. And you know what? I don't know what the deal is, but I have never had... I mean, maybe I have and I didn't know it, but I didn't have any gay guy friends in my 20s. I mean, maybe, maybe I did and I didn't know they were gay or something because I have literally no gaydar. I have none. I have none. An ab- I had and probably have an abundance of gay friends, but I still don't have any gaydar. I have no gaydar. I remember, I think I told you this story. I was in school. There was a break between classes, and I was sitting with this guy. He was a, he was a lot older. He was probably in his late 30s, and I was 20, 20, 21 maybe. I think I was 21. Oh, I think you told this story. He was so cranky and grumpy, and he didn't like anyone. He and was he the hated one that me. you insisted on trying to be his friend. I wanted to be his friend because he absolutely hated me. and Not hate like with vicious hate. Real. He just found me annoying as fuck just really annoying he's like you're just a spoiled pampered little girl you're just doing this to you know waste your time because you're just gonna marry some rich guy anyway and i'm like you have literally no idea who i am i am none of those things Uh, i think he knew exactly who you were (laughs) (laughs) going on going on we were sitting there together and i was asking him some questions and he was saying well you'd be this grumpy too if you came from the home that i came from and I said, well, what, how bad, how bad was it? Because, I mean, I know people have rough lives. It's not like I'm naive. And he's like, well, you know, when you come from a conservative Christian home and you're gay, it's really, you know, you essentially are disowned. And I'm like, you're gay? <laughs> and he looked at me like I was a moron. He's no, like, what would have been funny if you should have said, you're Christian? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, oh, he's not, he was not. And he goes, he's like, Really? Really? He goes, are you the only person on the planet who doesn't know that I'm gay? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I said, yeah. I said, maybe. He goes, you have no gaydar. I didn't even know what gaydar was. And he had to explain to me what gaydar was. What was he wearing? Pink socks or something? I mean, like, how would you know? (sighs) You know, he, looking back now, he was clearly gay. But I just, because he was so grumpy and and cranky i just wasn't looking at his sexual i just didn't care i just didn't care it was just a mission of mine to make him my friend like you can't be grumpy and be gay uh, yeah, right you don't embody anything about the homosexuals you know nothing of their work but yeah you no. are a sham sir <laughs> yeah you call yourself gay you call yourself gay and you are nothing of the sort <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. I, do, I do not find you happy or exciting or fun you're not even fashionable anyway my point is this we ended up becoming friends he thought it was funny that i didn't think he was gay or that i didn't think about it at all you know there are some probably in this day and age who would be offended if you didn't recognize that they were gay which is kind of weird to me well, but i mean but those are the ones that usually make it known that they make gay. it clear right because i just like people i don't really care about i don't think about that necessarily you know i mean obviously every person has an identity and so you know we just identify with certain people Mm -hmm. if they also happen to be gay then they just happen to be gay but you know we're still identifying with the person but if the being gay is their identity then you know 
I know there are a lot of people out there who have a lot of gay friends. You know, Kathy Griffin has her gaze. I don't know how people do that. I don't know how that happens, but I don't have that. Her gaze? What do you mean her gaze? Well, she has like a, a really large gay following. Oh. And they and they just love her. They just love her existence. And I'm like, I didn't know that. They don't love my existence. I mean, they don't hate me or anything, well, but we I don't might know. have gay. I know I know for a fact, for a fact that mm. we have gay followers. I know. Oh, yes, totally. And if I met them, I would love them and hug them and they would love me. But it just in general, I wasn't one of those women who had like the gay best friend. I never had that. Now I've been picked up on by lesbians regularly. Sure. Yeah, that happens. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's well, not Well, I mean, me. you have to realize that I unfortunately experienced when I was married, my first husband went through this vicarious phase. Mm. <laughs> and so we were okay. still married, though. So we would go to the only gay club in town. Faces. Like every weekend. Oh, and I didn't know so, that. Yeah, we shared clothes and everything. So oh, we met lots of gay people. And so I didn't really get picked up on that often because there it was mostly male dominant. And it's right. still kind of like that. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, every now and then there would be the girls there or a girl there that would, you know, say something. But for mm. the most part. But the thing is, is people who are gay, they mm -hmm. really know when someone isn't gay. Uh, yes, I, I agree with that. Like completely. they don't they don't really make that mistake. And, you know, and, and like I've been propositioned a couple of times. Not just in faces, but in at, like one time in a workplace, I there was a girl who had a mad crush, and she actually confessed it. Ooh, that's I a was, little brazen. It was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're just like the least sexually open in that regard person I know. What do you mean next what, to Stephanie? You mean like I wouldn't like a snatch or something? No, I wouldn't. I have right. no desire to try that. No, but, but I mean, if someone like you know tried to like come on to you or whatever, you're like, oh, gross, get away. No, it wasn't like that. No, I think actually I'm quite sexual and I think that it comes – I think that it – well, I don't want to say oozes off of me. That's gross. gross. I'm just saying that I think it's it very clear really... that I'm sexual. Yes. I'm not a prude. I'm not like holding my, you know, my collar close to my neck or anything. But she confessed her crush and she didn't proposition me sexually. She was just saying that she liked me and, you know, I that yeah. she she thought you were whatever. good looking and... wool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I tried to be flattered, but it was a little weird because it was at the workplace. You know what I mean? It wasn't like at a restaurant or something. Right. So, like maybe... at the coffee machine or something. You know, like we were literally right. by our cubby holes. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm going to go back to my desk. It's like, well, I better go take some calls. They're not going to answer themselves. <laughs> Th thanks yeah. for that. Bye. Nice to see you. Not, <laughs> not Gretchen. Not Gabe. Thanks. <laughs> Definitely not Gabe. I think actually there was that Sex in the City episode where Miranda like <laughs> pretended to be gay because yes. it got her invited to like the executive dinner or something mm -hmm. like that. And so she <laughs> leans over and she kisses her date and she's just like, yep. Definitely, not, definitely gay. not gay. I'm definitely not. But anyway, no, I've never, I don't have the gay best friend, the male gay best friend. You know, I always wondered why I wasn't one of those people. But I don't know. I have my sisters and that really eliminates a lot of need for other things. Yeah, we have friends. But I mean, and when there's so many, I mean, there's four of us. So yeah. it's, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a group. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a tornado in some, in some situations. So, Okay. Moving on, I wanted to uh, tell you that 
after much research, Daryl and I figured out that the last movie we went to see that didn't have any kind of Happy Meal toy or a uh, cartoon or kid theme anything was in December of 2013. We saw This is 40. Oh, my God. That is the last movie that I saw. And it would have been December 2013 because I was on a date. Yes, that was the last adult themed film that we saw together with nobody with us. Yep. Just the two of us until last weekend we went and saw Fast and Furious 7. That surprised me. I was, I didn't know Daryl was into that. But I mean, you know what? What guy isn't, honestly? Okay, first of all, it was my suggestion. I'm the one that wanted to go see it. What? I love, I love car movies. Love. Love, love, love. Don't. I do. Now, Mackenzie was giving me a bunch of shit. She's like, have you seen the other six? That's what I was. You know what? (laughs) That is why her and I get along so well. Because I was just about to say, so tell me of one through six, how many of those have you seen? I've seen the first two. I did not see the third. They're kind of like Rocky movies. You can see Rocky 1 and go straight to Rocky 3 or 4. They're franchise movies. And it's all the same. It's all about the girls' butts, the fast cars, the stunts. Speaking of uh, gay, I think Michelle Rodriguez is a lesbian. Yes. Lesbian. (laughs) There's no D on the end of a lesbian. Whatever. Lesbian. Yes, she is. I think I don't realize how young she is. She does look old for her age. I don't know what it is. I thought she was in her 30s. No, but I think maybe she's, she's younger. Like, I think she's in her mid to late 20s. God, I hate people. I hate it when someone said, like, I watch show and they're like, you know, I'm getting older now. I'm, I'm 28. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know. Like, get out of my face. I know. But she, she looks weathered. I think she lives, I think she has some hard living. She probably, yeah. Yeah, she probably yeah. did. I think it's like 30% of the people that go see these movies are Hispanic. And I knew that. <laughs> well, maybe, what theater did you go to? No, no, no. I mean, in general, it's it really, it really. Okay, so you feel, go ahead. No, I'm, hold on. I, I'm listening so, to your analysis. You know what you're going to, you're going to make fun of me, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. So I've never, now I've seen some of these films, not all seven, but I've seen enough to know that Paul Walker is dead and this is his last film, and I wanted to see how they edited him in. He's the only white guy in it. And I was curious how they were going to utilize the footage they had because they were only halfway through the filming of this right. movie when he died. And so I was curious, and I had heard that they used his two brothers and a stand-in to get certain shots that oh, they okay. needed. But he had done some of the bigger stunts that everybody were, was talking about. He had already completed those. So those were real as far as his face and body and stuff. So I'm like, well, I definitely want to see it on the big screen. Some of these stunts look pretty cool. Ludacris is in it. Tyrese. Kurt Russell makes a, a, an appearance. And well, so that's, there's... That's random. It, it was totally You're random. Ludacris, no. Tyrese, Kurt <laughs> Russell. No, Very weird. Not what I was expecting. Yeah, there's a lot of unusual little cameos. The Rock is in it. It's like a Muppet movie. Like it all feels these like little weird people cameo. What it feels like is like you're watching live action video game because okay. nobody dies. Everybody survives like the most treacherous accidents you've ever seen, and yet they still get up, kind of crack their neck, and they move on with their life. We probably should have been like spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it. There's nothing to spoil because it's all stunts and there's a couple of there's yeah a couple but you're of like plots. nobody dies 
Well, no, some people do die, actually, but I'm not going to say who. Okay, okay, okay. But the main stars don't, but there are stars in it that do. So I'll just tell you that. I'll just say that. But anyway, the plots are terrible. And it's mostly just to see them do all this cool shit with cars and run around and hit people and do stunts. I mean, that's really what it's all about. But I was watching it, and I was like... Things would happen, these stunts would occur, and my I would my adrenaline would get going, and I'm like clinging the thing, and I'm like so excited because they're they're driving super fast in these really kick ass cars. It's so fun to watch. That was the thing. It was just super fun. The rock was really good in it. The writing yeah. is terrible. The okay. scripts are bad. It's because nobody watches it for that. Is Vin Diesel even American? Like I can't figure it out. He he growls. He barely moves his, his mouth. Doesn't his lips don't even open when he speaks? So I can't tell if he has an accent or not, or I if he just know. that's how we talk. I always thought his name sounded like a clothing line, but it he does. probably does have his own clothing line. Maybe I don't know, but I can't tell. He and Michelle Rodriguez were the worst actors in the whole thing. Well, they're not in it for their acting abilities. You know, no. he's I don't know how to explain it, but I don't get it. But it's like whenever he would go, come on and say something, I would start to laugh. And then I turn and look real quick and people were like clapping. He and doesn't like, talk okay. like Mike Tyson, does he? He's like, I'm going to go get this son of a bitch. I mean, he's very <laughs> like he says, um, that's the problem with street fights. The street always wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one of the last lines in the movie. it's very it's very weird and i'm like like and i'm like laughing and all of a sudden people are like oh hey some people like live and die by this shit so the same with the wwe i'm sure but yeah you best oh you best be (laughs) what what you say watch watch what you say about the rock don't be talking about the rock man (laughs) what is that i don't know (laughs) you can't be ghetto I'm not trying to be ghetto. I can't be ghetto. I wouldn't even. It's it's. It would be an awful sight. Listen, I don't have to do the pretend Latina accent because when shit gets real, it happens. It happens. I know. It comes out. It just does. It does. All of a sudden, you go, "Oh, scrappy Latinas are here." It's I mean, true. immediately. It and doesn't. I can look I don't white, know why that but I'm not white. Yeah, we're white until we have to be in, like, fight mode. And then suddenly you go, uh-oh. Suddenly we're, like, you know, cholas from Compton. Cholas, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. So I had said when we went to see this movie, I said, I'm wearing my chola earrings to give Daryl some street cred. We walked in, and it was, like, 50% Hispanic. I mean, it was just... You know what they say, bigger the hoop, bigger the hoe. I know! I was wearing my <laughs> biggest hoops, too! <laughs> They're like, wow, he's with a big old hoe. A really big hoe, for show. <laughs> well, so you enjoyed yourself. We did enjoy ourselves. Now I spilled the popcorn. I, you know, had to pee. It was like... You can't take me anywhere. But it was fine. It was fine. In fact, there was this kid who was sitting next to us, and he must have gotten up three or four times. And it was right towards the end, a very emotional scene. And the kid tried to get up and go pee. And his his big brother, big brother, (laughs) in his big white T-shirt with huge guns with, you know, pinup girl, Mexican girls on it, grabbed him by the shirt and threw him back in the chair and made him sit. He's like, you will not be getting up again. He's like, you are done. 
Um, okay, so speaking of big and bad, Bobby Flay. I know, right? What an asshole, right? Well, okay, we don't know exactly what happened. Okay, well, let me tell you, I had to do a little research because... I did too, as did I. You did? Oh, good. Okay, so here's the thing. You and I were talking about this Bobby Flay because I announced on Facebook I was kind of sad because I was like, oh, they make such a cute couple because the, he, she's come in on a couple of his shows and they've kind of cooked together on yeah. a couple of the shows. But that was early on. Right. So they'd been married 10 years. And what I did not realize after doing my research is that he is a notorious cheater. <laughs> well, this was his third marriage. which Third was, marriage. I didn't know. I didn't either. There was quite an age gap, too. He's 10 years. 10 years older than her. Yes, he's 50. She's so 40. So when they got married, she was 30. Which is still not naively young. It's not like she was 20 and didn't know. The thing about men, though, is is that their idea of, of what's attractive mm-hmm. doesn't age. That stays the same. True. And you know? you know what? And life got real. Her mother moved in with them because she's very, very ill. Oh, the mother's ill? Stephanie's mother is ill. I think it was a couple of years ago she moved in with them. Oh, well, that's unpleasant. That's kind of a kiss of death right there. I mean, his career's really picked up. You know, yeah. he has. He's got I a mean, lot. it's not just Iron Chef anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he does beat Bobby Flay. And then, yep. well, he was doing like traveling around all the time. Right. Now, this is what's interesting. I didn't want to bring it up, but I have to now. There's too many similarities with Giada. De Laurentiis, the chef. Oh, God, she's so great. There were rumors. There's been rumors for years that these two have been banging, which I did not know. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I thought we were going to go a different route. In 2010, there were tons of rumors saying that everybody saw her with John Mayer, the singer, in New York. And there was all these rumors that she was having a quick fling with him. Frankenstein. I hate that That same. (laughs) That same year, Bobby Flay... There was a huge rumor and photographic proof that they were within the same vicinity of each other, January Jones. Right. And that was in June of 2010. Apparently, she got too drunk, hit a bunch of cars, pulled over, called Bobby Flay, and he miraculously just showed up like five minutes later and helped her. Helped who? January Jones or Giada? January Jones. Okay. So amongst all of this, though, as er- as late as last year... Giada and Bobby Flay were seen together in Miami having dinner the day before she announced that she was divorcing her husband. Hmm. And they said she was shit-faced. There's tons of witnesses saying they were together and she had had many drinks. Well, I don't know because, I mean, we're talking about how Giada, like, you know, she looked like she had kind of been whoring it up a little bit. She was showing off the boobs. Yeah. And, sexual. Just overly touchy and all that kind of stuff. You had mentioned January Jones. And I said, now, rumor was, well, there's still to this day, January Jones never revealed the father of her baby. No, she didn't. And... I was reading an archive of an article and it said something about like, you know, January Jones is seeing so-and-so and then it said, sorry, Bobby Flay. Oh. So part of me wonders if Bobby Flay is the father of January Jones's <gasps> baby. Wow. And well, that's I mean, why it was never revealed. They could not be more separated. I mean, there's no connection whatsoever now now right but i mean she had that baby two years ago 
here's the other thing that I found. I didn't know. You know what? Because I don't do the gossip thing. But you can you can dove in. You can Google, and you will find all of those little tiny little one liner gossipy things. There was yeah. a rumor going around that Giada was banging Matt Lauer. Oh, that wouldn't shock me. That guy's a douchebag. Well, so's Bobby Flay. Well, the rumor with him is is that he and um, Natalie Morales, Natalie Morales, hooked up and was it Nagano or whatever Olympics? Oh, was, the Olympics. And she got pregnant and had a ba- had a baby. She and had the baby, and it's his. No well, way. Well, they're not saying that it's his, but that's the rumor. Is is that? Her last son was. Why don't these, you know what? Is your ego so big you can't put a condom on it? And why aren't these women on the pill? Like, what is going on? Well, the pill will make them fat, Jamie. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. Well, I mean, they all have fat on their bodies, so they're still capable of being impregnated. So rubbers, people, condoms. What's wrong with a condom? You want to fuck around? That's fine. When did chefs become celebrities? All of a sudden, you know? Well, because they are on reality TV. They're kind of putting themselves out there. And you know, the thing is, I think the, the difference is, is that when you're super celeb, you can you have people to cover your tracks. And these chefs do not. And I think that's kind of the problem. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're kind of... They don't think anyone cares. Well, and they're kind of tweeners because... You know, Bobby Flay has always... Even his biography indicates he's a very rebellious, rude, egotistical dude. But, you know, it's amazing what programming will do, you know, when you're on TV and you're they're only showing you what they want you to see. Food Network is pretty conservative. And I'm yeah. going to guess that this is this whole thing. They're kind of like, hmm, like I, I will be curious to see if they line him up for other things. Off of the network? Well, because, I mean, he's got some existing things that are airing, like, it's already done, you know, it's, and so they're going to let it all play out. But I wonder, like, once it, it's finished, if they'll can have him start filming other things or if it'll be done. I'll be honest with you. I I used to like Giada long ago, like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then when I started realizing that she doesn't really do any cooking that she just boils water and puts red sauce on stuff. <laughs> you know, she doesn't really cook. She doesn't create anything that I couldn't do myself. And I like to watch. That's kind of why, unfortunately. But I do like Bobby Flay because he makes stuff that it would take me forever to make. And I love that. But she makes stuff that, you know, she does like kids food. And well, so yeah. I watch her for like ideas of things that I can make. So, right. that's, you know, the. but I mean, even then... Sometimes she gets a little too, like, I don't like when people get really happy about food. <laughs> like, it's just, mm, you know. Oh, like in my like, mouth. It's so delicious. Yeah, and I'm just like, God, I'm like, just pour the sauce and tell me what's the next <laughs> step. Because I really yeah. don't want to, like, watch you have an orgasm with, you know, a snap pea in your mouth. <laughs> it's like I'm over it. You know, there's one thing about her. There was a couple of weird crutches that she used to have in the very beginning. She doesn't do it anymore. And I can see that she tries really hard not to do it. But she'll go, and then, and now. <laughs> she used to do that. And I used to get really angry. And I'd be like, I really don't like it when you do that, Giada. <laughs> and then she does this other thing, which I hate, is she'll take like a little container of a spice, like nutmeg or something, and she'll put her schnoz in it and take a deep breath. Oh, the earthy smells. And I'm like, you know, if I put my nose into a can of open <laughs> spice like that, I would get it all up in my nasals. I would, it would burn. 
And I'd be like, that's what I want to see. I bet that has happened to her because she takes a big ass whiff. She probably doesn't really whiff. She probably just pretends and they like, you know, superimpose a... Maybe, because (laughs) you know what? Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, I didn't think of that. The magic of television. Yeah. You never know. She's not my favorite. (laughs) If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on so the, the Duggar girl had her baby. Didn't she look like, <laughs> like the cat came in from the storm or whatever that saying is with the cat okay. drug in? <laughs> I, now I have, I call it my junk food TV. Yes. It's the Duggar show and the sister wife show. Oh. Is that still on? No, no, it has. It's no, it's done. It's it'll be on, I guess, in the fall sometime. But those are the two shows that I watch. And the only way I will allow myself to watch them is if I'm working out. Okay. so I refuse to just before I will not sit on my ass and watch shitty television. I have to be productive. It has to even itself out somehow. I should do that. I should be like doing crunchies while I'm watching Married (laughs) at First Sight. Right. So I'm watching the one girl who married the greasy bohunk. They oh, got the married. one that thinks he's going to be a pastor. Ben Seawald is um, Jessa. Jessa. She Ben Seawald, yes. I think, wants to become a pastor. Well, what else is he going to do? He's and I'm 19. Just like, you know, you finger, you know, you finger fucked your wife before you guys got married. Oh, my God. You know what? Let me tell you, when they were interviewing him about the first kiss, he was lying so much. <laughs> He couldn't look straight at the camera for more than two seconds. He kept looking up in the sky and he kept looking around no and blinking. Wonder, no wonder he wants to become a pastor. He feels so guilty about everything. <laughs> and the thing is, is that Jessa, I mean, she's walking sex. I mean, she's literally like, oh, yeah, we've done some shit. But I mean, Jeez. not for the cameras, of course. So I watched the wedding thing. And then they did. The next one was, is it a boy or a girl for Jill and her her skinny little husband? And so, <laughs> yes. and he is just so thin. Just I do so it. thin. I adore them though. I think they're a really cute couple. I think they are a cute couple, and they call it Baby Dilly, which I think is adorable. Of course, they had to go and name it Israel. <sighs> and then you know, thank God they had the girl, be- the boy, because the girl name I couldn't even pronounce. And I didn't know what it in their like. Oh, they had a girl name picked out? It was like Seon or something. And I'm like, what is that? I think you know it was what? Tibetan. They or probably picked names related to when he was in Nepal. That's it, Nepal, not Tibet. Nepal. Yeah, Nepal. Yes. And that's like where they fell in love, basically. Right, exactly. And so they wanted to have but now I'm just like, now you have to come up with all I names for they're every They're not gonna do that. Of course they're, they're going to The older brother has. Okay, you know what? I hate that family. <laughs> I like Anna. Sad little Anna. She is no. not so sad anymore. She's, okay. you well, know, she's wearing makeup Very now. well put together makeup artist, hair done Anna. Well, that is true. With and she's her pregnant four again. M children. She's pregnant again. She so she'll have another M. Mackenzie, Michael, Michael, Marcus, and... Marcus. Who knows? Marmalade, but... No, well, Marmalade's not born yet. <laughs> Whatever. So whenever that Marmaduke comes, that's... <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if she named it Marmaduke? No. 
I'm just thinking about like Jill and Derek. If they stick with eyes, I'm like, I know your options are pretty limited. I mean, talk talk about a challenge. I, well, you know what? Isn't that funny? I thought the same thing. Like Israel. Well, there aren't that many eye names, so they got to go with Ivy. I, I, they can't do Isaiah because Israel could do is Isabel like, if it's a girl. True. Um, anyway, I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, right. I think they someone's pick- someone's gonna get Irene. Oh, God. come on, Irene. Oh, I swear. Yeah, that would be sad. What do you call a Chinese lady with one leg? Irene. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I apologize to our Chinese listeners. I'm sure we have a bunch. I don't know. Okay, well, so they showed the yes. picture of her and the husband after she had the baby. In the and hospital. I'm just saying she looked like. Oh, she was puffy and pale. Well, and when they said it was nine pounds, ten ounces. Oh, and I'm just my like, God. That thing ripped her airplane to asshole. No doubt. Been there, done that. That's a big boy. So I'm like, that's the look of someone. She's a tiny girl. And she was over a week late. Yes, she was overdue. That baby was not coming out on its own. I mean, if you look at the pictures fairly closely, the baby has forcep bruises on his face. I think that he got, I think she was just incapable of getting that thing out on her own and she needed a little help. Could have been. And then, you know, hopefully she got some drugs because forceps in the snatch, woof. Well, at that point, I mean, everything's shredded. It just doesn't matter. What I was going to tell you is at the end of this Duggar show, the baby had been born that day. And so <clears throat> TLC had done a quick, they, they put in a quick video from the two of them from the hospital room. Uh-huh. And she and she's a beautiful young girl anyway. She is. But she's like, hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is Isaiah. Nine pounds. <laughs> I know yeah, it's like you really. could not hide how exhausted she probably was. I can't even imagine how tired she must have been. Poor thing. Oh my god. It was funny. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> That's there it is. <laughs> I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Well, you're gonna have a fabulous time tomorrow. Right? Why, what's tomorrow? Oh, I'm like, why? What's tomorrow? What's happening? What, what's going on? You're going out of town, aren't you? Yes, we are. We're going out of town for the evening. Well, you'll have to tell us about it next week then. I want to hear oh, about this posh place. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm. It takes a lot to impress me when it comes to hotels. Well, you're just getting to that age where you'd rather stay home. <laughs> yes, because I'm so decrepit. No, I'm Dried just saying it's, a, it's not even decrepit. It's, it's, it's like a no... Butler or accommodation could equate to home and Daryl, basically. <laughs> well, what I meant about the being impressed is that there has been one hotel that I felt was worth the price of admission, and it was the Fairmont um, in San Francisco. Well, I thought you were going to say that was at the Circus Circus when we paid $29. <laughs> we paid $39. And it God, took did we 30- pay $39? And it took us 30 minutes to find our fucking reservation. I got a cheaper rate at the Motel 6 in Lake Tahoe. Well, I got a room there for $30. Yeah, well, people don't. I'm not really in the I'm not circus. Really trying to brag or anything. You <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> that's, is that really the hill I'm just you saying, if you're on? looking for a cheap deal, I'm your gal. Okay, that sounds so great. But this room apparently is like 900 a night. That's ridiculous. I for just, a weekend. Does it come with its own indoor pool or something? I know, and that's what I said. I go, what exactly constitutes $900 a night for a bed that a million people have slept in and a toilet that 
God only knows how many people have vomited and diarrhea. In. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, it's Napa. You know, I mean, there's a lot of drunk people. There's no way that this. Re- and so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be an a hole, but like I am curious. Proximity to like, you know, is it walking distance to a bunch of places or something? I don't know. Or? I I've never been there. I have no idea. So we'll go. And you know, this isn't like Daryl going. I want to sweep you away to this romantic place. This is, hey, we got a free night from my work. Let's check it out. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm in. Well, you'll have to take a picture or something so that way at least. Oh, I will totally send you photos. Absolutely. Because if it's just a regular old room, then I don't know. But (laughs) so anyways. All right. Well, I think it's time for our ugly and awkward moment. Yes, I would agree. You have one? I do. Good. I say this every week. It's it's you know not the best one, but it's definitely uh, an ugly moment. So you know what the, you, you say that, but people listening go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I know. I guess. Yeah, we think <laughs> it's commonplace, but other people are just like, "What?" That's stunning that this happens to these ladies every week. So yeah, it, yeah I know they're probably shocked that every week we have something to bring. But um, <laughs> well, that's why it's so, a segment. <laughs> It's been kind of warm. Um, we had uh, some rain, but then it got warm again. Mm-hmm. And I had said to the kids, I'm like, hey, why don't we go and get um, some ice cream from McDonald's? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Because they have good soft, soft serve. serve. And we can go through the drive through And so we took the dogs with us because they like to go in the car. Sure. So me, the kids, and the dogs, you know, we're cruising down the road, windows down, everything's, you know, summertime. I pull into the parking lot and there's a big line in the drive through and I'm like, ugh, sucks. And so I'm sitting there and Ryan's like, you're going to get something from here? And what I'm is- just like, yeah. I'm like, I, I just told you we're getting ice cream, why? you know. And so I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, why would he ask me that? I'm like, that's so silly. I'm like, I just told him. I'm like, God. I'm telling you, every time I tell these kids something, they never listen to me, you know. So I'm like, you know, going off in my mind. Right. And then I was looking at all the cars and I'm just like, gosh, I'm like, this is a long line. I'm like, yeah. maybe other people are getting ice cream too. Right. And so I'm sitting there and I start to think again. I'm like, why would Ryan ask me? Like, he asked me kind of weird and like, yeah, thought that was strange. And then I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, we're at Taco Bell. <gasps> so- what? I went to the wrong place. What is wrong with you? And so... I bet, fortunately, no one had pulled in behind me. Oh, so, my God. But that's why Ryan asked me so because he's like, here, they, they knew we were at Taco Bell. Mom didn't I know. Was the, that's why he asked me. He's like, you're going to get something here, too? Kind of like, like uh, yes, Ryan, I am. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, we just said we're getting ice cream. I said that, and he's probably thinking like, okay, Taco Bell has ice cream. Maybe the Choco Tacos? I don't really know. But. It's like, well, they do sell those popsicles <laughs> so here. I just happened to glance around, and I see the sign that says Taco Bell. I'm like, Taco Bell? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was that just is like, oh, my God. I'm dark. all, this is not McDonald's. <laughs> no, it is so, not. I, I'm so foolishly tried it but i mean the thing is is that there's like taco bell carl's jr and mcdonald's all in a row oh, like well, right next like to each other road. no it wasn't that far but so but Still. of course i i couldn't maneuver in the parking lot like my arms didn't work and so <laughs> suddenly like, you were oh, suddenly you're you weak armed rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> right i was feeble armed paula oh and well so, 
That's funny. I just am such an airhead sometimes. <sighs> and what was worse is yeah. that my like my kid got it. Like he he's just like I know we're at Taco Bell in the drive-through. <laughs> I don't know why we're here, but well, but mom says we're here, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, you know, and I and we're so authoritative, but we are. Well, we we're sure we know what we know. There's gonna come a point where like he's gonna know better than me, and I hate that. Oh, it'll happen. It happens all the time now to oh, me God. regular, but. I still have control. They still believe that I know what I know. So. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me your ugly and awkward moment. Okay. This happened more than once this week. So it doesn't really matter which situation. But I'm going to use the one at the grocery store. Because Daryl and I went to the grocery store. It was like a last minute thing. We needed some stuff for school this week. And so we ran out. I. This happened over the weekend once. When we were wine tasting and I kind of blew it off because I'd had many drinks. So we're at the grocery store and we were at the register and I said something about paying and I'm like, no, I've got it. I'll do it. So I pull my wallet out and I'm standing there. Now we're chit chatting with the cashier and the bagger guy. And right. I'm just standing there all cool because, you know, and it's always when I'm being confident and cool when this shit happens <laughs> every single time. Never let your guard down. Never. Or, you know, make check everything on your person before you decide to act cool in right. front of others. So I'm trying to be all cool and whatever. And I look down and when I pulled my wallet out, I pulled out a tampon wrapper. <laughs> and it's just sitting there on top of my wallet under my thumb Biggest day. And I'm like, first of all, why is it a just a wrapper? Because it's well, right. not I like mean, I walk do around. You throw your stuff away. Yes, all at the of same course time? I do. That's why I'm trying to feel I'm like, that means in all likelihood there's a, there's a rogue tampon unwrapped in my purse. Tampon. And it could just be there and I could have pulled that out instead. So what did you do? Well, I decided to shove my wallet and my tampon wrapper back into my purse and of course my purse crumbled on itself and I couldn't get it in smoothly (laughs) so now I'm finagling with my wallet and my purse at the same time creating more attention to myself as I try to get the tampon wrapper and the wallet back in and wouldn't you know the wrapper la 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 floats (laughs) down to the ground Ever so lightly. Like a feather. And I have to bend down and pick up the wrapper. Did Daryl see it? No, I don't know if he did or not. He, you know, he he kind of doesn't pay attention anymore when things like that occur because, you know. In fact, I even think I said, did you see that? (laughs) He doesn't even know what I'm talking about. He's like, no. Happens so often. (laughs) I just couldn't believe it. And so now I'm like, well, that's, that's. You know, and I, w- I wish I could say it would never happen again, but I have a feeling it could. Those kinds of things, I think, are just in our our blood because I will never forget the time I was in eighth grade. I was trying to pull, like, um, a lanyard out of, like, my front pocket of my backpack. Okay. And it was tight. And so I jerked it. And when I pulled it, I flung out a maxi pad <laughs> and it flew across the classroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I had to walk over and go pick it up and put it yeah, back you can't in my ignore backpack. That one. Oh my god! And I'm like, sorry. It's so Everyone, embarrassing. I'm on the rag. And I was like 13. So or you 14. know, you would, you would literally we having, rather die. Oh god, my my whole existence was an ugly and awkward moment then. <laughs> well, weren't we all? 
Jeez. Oh my god. The year of the hot bubble face <laughs> ID card. Oh god. Your poor ID card <laughs> melted right in your face. I just it's worse. I don't know what happens. Like I don't know, but you know what? I, I I was looking at the sibling photos that we all posted today and I was looking at them going, you know, we were a really odd looking group of girls. <laughs> god. I mean, we really were. It's amazing. We all turned out really great, but we all went through a very unusual period of time. I mean, I know everyone does. It's not like we're we were the only ones. Everyone who grew up in the 80s went through an awkward period. God, all the damn hair things and the the clothes and the I don't know. It was, there was too much going on. There, there was, was a just, lot of look. There was, you know, there was a lot of hair, there was a lot of neon clothes. You know, a lot of tennis shoe, lace, <laughs> laces, action. A lot of half shirts. A lot of um, <laughs> high-waisted jeans with lots of buttons and um, pegged shirt, pegged pants. Just, I mean, it was, it took a really long time to get ready to go anywhere. It really did. Because there was, there was a lot of Madonna hair, a lot of layers, a lot of jewelry, you know, it, it wasn't it took simple. A long, it took a long time to look that bad. It really did. <laughs> and, you know, and I mean, you know, I look at like my seventh grade school picture. I will never. I was wearing a V-neck wool sweater in a in a gray. <laughs> and I had per And I mean permed hair like Barbara Jeez. Streisand perm. <laughs> but my hair was long. So I look like that chick from Coach Shelly Fabari with her perm, long perm hair with a. And I had a comb in it like a little you know those little combs that you pull back yes, old lady combs oh right <sighs> up on the How side even, i don't even think you can buy those anymore. mom had a million of them i know brown and black which was funny because we always had such fine thin hair which it is probably why she pulled it's why she probably permed it so it had some traction <laughs> And then what was wrong with fine thin hair? I mean, it just you know, I know it gets stringy. Olivia's got this; she still has baby hair. It's like yeah. feathers. I and then the um, she's like a wild pony. You know, <laughs> she really is. It's true. She is in her little you know tattered mane. I know it's true in her eyes. God. Uh, yeah, that and then the banana clips, which is where lip and clip comes from, with our big <laughs> puff of hair in the back. What genius came up with that? concoction i remember putting so much hairspray in my hair and then trying to banana clip it that i would literally break the clip and it would break apart we'd always do that oh i had a blue one that i really loved it was so sturdy but other than you wanted it yeah because you wanted the to be as smooth as possible oh my god and then i remember i gave myself a bi level in high school i i cut all the long hair in in the front of my face like on the sides i cut it at ear length it was like Billy Ray Cyrus. It was a, it was a, a, what are those things called? A mullet. A mullet. I had a mullet. A mullet. Yeah. Me. I had one. I have photos you know, of it. Mom was always encouraging us to do random things with our hair. Probably I because she why. would laugh at us. I don't know. And should we? And it's not even like we went to bad places. Like we went to like high end salons. She did have. We did have a couple really good salons we always, in our, in our we're life. We're going to like high end. I mean, not always, but for the most part, we never went to supercuts or anything. No, but no. I mean, we were always going to you know like a salon. Yeah, and. But, I, I mean, know. we were going there to have terrible things done to our hair. <laughs> yeah, well, she could do it all. Do you remember her phase where she wanted to do acrylic nails? 
I mean, we all were susceptible to that. Wait, she was doing them? Oh, yeah. At home. Ceramic I nails. I do that once and it hurt. It, all my nails started burning. So I ripped them <laughs> off. You were probably allergic or something. I don't know what happened, but I'm like, I don't think it should be burning like this. It's not like this when I go to the place and the stuff smelled terrible. It was like cement. And then she would like literally craft nails, long nails God. from this stuff and then she even had our cousins come up from Lodi to get their nails done. Do you not remember any of this? I no, clearly. And then we I had so traumatic I blocked it these out. These nails were not like the ones you get at a real salon. They these were <laughs> crafted like from scratch with the stuff. So <laughs> they were all course. like they were all like uneven and divoted and like, <laughs> like rough and, and you know, weird looking like scary Jeez. old lady nails. <laughs> And then you'd it's paint like, them. Like the hands of a mummy. And then you'd paint them. And they looked, I mean, frighteningly atrocious. And mom's and like. What, what did she say? Mom's like, I could do this for a living, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you can't. She gave oh it up, though. She God. got over herself. She's like, well, maybe I'll just stick with perms. Yeah, because just that was her strong suit. Anyway. All right. Well, that was my ugly moment. Okay, well, I think you win because yes, I, would say I think so. you just win. Mine was weak. Mine was Paula Feeble Arms, <laughs> Rob Lowe. Yes. So. <laughs> That's funny. So, all, all right. right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend and week. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.